0: Three, two,
1: one. Get ready, set, go Is this thing on? Yeah! <laughs> now we get enough of volume! Volume! <laughs> we hit the limiter on that one <laughs> Go ahead, We're sir. back, baby Talk us up Back on the Hillbilly Broadcast We got a new host <laughs> Yep, and they like me better, by the way They do <laughs> They do Just back Just uh, me and the old bro Old Felsparks Oh, there's somebody else uh, you Yeah, know, I'm talking there in your arms, dude Oh, yeah yeah, they, they stuffed a baby in my arm and said, Here, hold this. <laughs> <laughs> Sitting here holding a little turd. Yeah, that's something you never want to hear said to you
2: uh in a dark alley in Philippi in the middle of the night. <laughs> here, hold this. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh, he's getting all red faced. Oh, he's probably trying to Trying to squeeze another one out. You're trying to, He's trying to pinch off a piping hot loaf. Dude, I just changed his
2: diaper and it was freaking, uh, it was a stuff of legend.
1: See, that's the thing. He's being good right now, so I get to sit here and hold him while he's being good. He is. But whenever it comes time to clean his diaper or him fussing, I just hand him back over <laughs> to exactly. daddy and mommy and that's the end of it. <laughs> that's what that's it's indeed. all about. What do you think of the new mic stands, dude? Pretty cool, man. Pretty cool. Sit wherever I want and just swing sh- this thing right, right <laughs> past me. Because <laughs> for
2: people, for people, we don't do video podcasts. Maybe at some point we'll get into that. But for people that don't know, we got these uh, freaking cool mic stands now that they mount to the table and you don't have to worry about when you're going to move them around. Like you don't have to unloosen anything. They got springs on them. You can just, if you need to lean back a little bit, you just we pull them We are professionals. Very professional. <laughs> Oh, oh, man. Uh, Somebody's trying to do a monologue. You want a binky? Put the mic up to me see what he does.
1: <laughs> Tell me something. So how weird is it for you to sit there and hold a baby in your arms? It's extremely weird and terrifying. I am scared, plumb death of kids. Yet here I sit, holding a kid.
2: <laughs> I'm scared of them, too. I still am. I just had one. And I'm completely. He knows oh, exactly. I'm more scared of him than I
1: am anybody on the street. He knows exactly what to do to terrify me. Mm-hmm. Exactly what to do. Like right now, he's giving me the stink eye. <laughs> he, gave, he gave me the stink brown eye a little bit ago. <laughs> <laughs> Did you do that?
2: Do you think in like 20 years, he'll look back on these podcasts and be like, my dad was really stupid. <laughs> those fools, those <laughs> fools. <laughs> those cigar-smoking, liquor-drinking <laughs> fools. <laughs>
1: <laughs> those rebellious Christians. <laughs> <Jeez>. Those wannabes. <laughs>
2: <laughs> oh, man. Just me and you in the studio tonight. That's been a long time, brother. Yeah, man. Oh. He is. He's smacking the mic around. Let me bring up some of these messages we had here because I, I had one I wanted to address because you were just on the first ep- the last episode we did. Mm-hmm. That's your first episode in what six months? Maybe it's been quite a while. At least the first of the year, maybe even
1: back before the first of the year. Mm, probably so because I just been. Uh Busy by choice, <laughs> yeah. basically. Yeah, I know how that goes. Working on stupid hobbies and stuff, building motorcycles and crap. Well, you had people that were, um, you got fans. You got fans. Somebody, <laughs>
2: somebody actually wrote in, and they they said this. They said I enjoyed the, light, the I enjoyed the latest episode. Really, some good things to think about. I think they were talking about the episode with David Graff, where we discussed uh, sanctification for all those that were not raised in the holiness movement. Uh, disregard. It will mean nothing to you. (laughs) You have no idea what we're talking about. No idea what we're talking about, (laughs) nor how much it scared us. (laughs) Mm Hmm. Mm Hmm. Uh, Really, some good things to think about. My brother, and I won't mention the name. Um, who, who, by the way, found you on Spotify, and I are wondering where John is on these recent episodes. We miss his inputs. Mm -hmm. Yeah, we miss John's inputs. I never thought I'd ever hear that said in my life. How much you
1: underestimate me,"
2: (laughs) Um, he said. uh, Also, it is interesting how the show has changed from the beginning. It has taken a decided shift to more serious and thoughtful debate. Yes, that's Mm -hmm. what you have. (laughs) Me, serious and thoughtful debate. (laughs) Yeah, Mm -hmm. because we were talking about a baby crapping his pants. (laughs) Um, (laughs) uh, You keep up the good work, and we will keep listening and sharing the Hillbilly Broadcast. Well, thank you, sir. Thank Mm -hmm. you for writing in. Real liked it, Uh, John. What what do you think? What do you have to say to your fans? Apparently, you have two of them right here. There's at least two people. I knew it. They love me. (laughs) (laughs) There are two John Sparks fans in the world. I like John's input, but I prefer the input of John's mustache, which is massive. (laughs) (laughs) He has decided to go, well, you've kind of gone
1: the, what, the
2: Magnum PI route, but it's a a, a little more elegant, a little more...
1: when. the best way to describe my mustache is you watch Quigley Down Under.
2: Quigley Down Under. Mm-hmm. So it's like Magnum It's an, old, it's an old Tom
1: Selleck movie. And he goes Australia, to, he goes to Australia. Did he have an Australian accent in that one? Mm-mm.
2: No, he was American. Okay, because I can't imagine him trying to. Yeah, accent. he
1: went over there to. Um, this guy had hired him to like ward off aborigines that were trying to. Like, run him off of his farm or whatever, because he basically invaded on our land like we did the Indians. Yeah. (laughs) And he had the stash. We took it all and we're proud of it. He had the stash (laughs) and patch, just like what I got.
2: Yeah, stash and patch is good. Let's talk about something. Let's talk about it. Me and you, um, over the past, what, two weeks? Because there's been several things happen over the past two weeks. We won't get into too many of them on here, because I think we've got other episodes planned to talk about this. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, Number one, Missy gave birth to that little bag of bones that you're holding at the moment, (laughs) and uh, then this past week, Missy had some major, major complications because of that bag of bones that you're holding. (laughs) (laughs) This basically Stewie, right? Yes, he (laughs) tried to kill his mother, and he came very close. (laughs) I'm not. I mean, (laughs) really, I want to laugh, but.
1: He was 10 days old and already had his mama in the hospital. (laughs) He's come
2: closer to killing anybody than I ever did. Missy wound up going into uh, basically like a postpartum heart failure because of him. Mm -hmm. But anyways, so because of that, I've pretty much had the past two weeks off. And during those past two weeks, me and you have pretty much done nothing but smoke cigars.
1: (laughs) We spent about $400 between the two of us on cigars. (laughs) Matter of fact, matter of fact. My Jewy brother over here convinced me, convinced me to purchase 70 cigars. Yes, you have 70 Not cigars. Not $70 in cigars, 70, Seventy cigars. cigars. yes. But I didn't pay $70 for them, so that's big Yeah, you got a heck of
2: a deal. Mm-hmm. Okay, mm-hmm. so let's, let's take this back. Why I think this would be interesting. There's a lot of ex-Holiness people that listen. There may be, I've, I'm told, there are some current Holiness people listening. You rebellious dogs, you. I know what you're doing. <laughs> your uh your district leader sees you <laughs> 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 and so growing up holiness and really a lot of people not just holiness tobacco is a no-no right Hmm.
1: oh yeah Was zero
2: it, tolerance zero tolerance tobacco and alcohol is a no-no mm-hmm. major no-no so then why I just gotta
1: break you right there and say how in the heck this kid has slept all day and me sitting here bouncing him, he's falling asleep again <laughs> <laughs> boy I wish I had this heart of a life <laughs> sorry go ahead bro. <laughs> every one of his needs are met <laughs> many people that were raised strict
2: religious uh, in like uh, you know fundamentalism something like that tobacco alcohol is no no um, probably I would say what maybe tobacco is more of a no no than alcohol
1: oh in no no I'd say it's the other way around really Yep. I think alcohol was more of a no no than tobacco hmm in my opinion, because I think that, and this is my opinion, which don't carry a lot of weight, but um, I, I feel like that they had a smidgen of an understanding about tobacco being a uh, addiction, and they thought alcohol was not. This, and like I said, that's just my opinion. So I, I think, like at the beginning of your walk with Christ, that they would. Give you just a smidgen of a break for like two hours and yeah. then you to throw it away. <laughs> and say so he was trying to get off snuff or something like that, they would yeah. be a little more lenient. Yeah, I, I, I do think that, but they just like, you know, alcohol, nope, gone.
2: Which is funny because they look completely past, like, oh, well, here's the thing at Clinton camp, they would quote Charles Spurgeon. Mm-hmm. who's Baptist, by the way. I would not agree with him. <laughs> but they would quote Charles Spurgeon, who was a preacher, a British preacher from like the late 1800s. And it, because he believed in a second work of grace, so therefore they thought he was on the same team. Mm-hmm. He was also a Calvinist, so he wasn't on the same team. <laughs> Anyways, let's get into the weeds. But he loved cigars. He'd smoke cigars a lot. And it's kind of funny that people would be like, you know, they would embrace him because he would not be allowed to preach at cutting camp. Heck, No. You imagine him getting up there, and before he's, uh, <laughs> you know, at the ring meeting out front, he's sitting there just lighting up a cigar. <laughs> getting ready to preach, dang it.
1: Lighting up a big old Rocky Patel. <laughs> <laughs> well, back then, he could have got true imports from Cuba.
2: <laughs> oh, dude, he could have. He could have. But I remember the first time I tried cigars, because I wanted to try them. And I, I think it was my brother's-in-law. Those two little suckers. (laughs) John Rick I know you're listening, John. (laughs) I think he was the one who got me into it.
1: Dutch Masters. I don't remember what my first one was, but I I remember that's what they was smoking at
2: that time. I do remember what my first one was. It was a black and mild jazz. (laughs) I paid a a whole 79 (laughs) cents for that first little cigar. Which they're now 99 cents. Yes. Yes, way back in the day. But I remember starting with them, and I remember feeling so guilty for a while, like, because I would do my research, you know, my, my health research and all that. I'm like, okay, these are not as bad for you as smoking cigarettes, but still yet, I'm like, what if a holiness preacher sees me? <laughs> you know? <laughs> but now, now me and you, we're pretty, we're pretty far into it anyway. Mm-hmm.
1: Oh, yeah. A matter of fact, I built my own humidor.
2: Yeah, we both built humidors. Mm-hmm. Uh, you built one out of wood, and you built one out of a jar. hmm Now I have an actual human door that my wife bought me, which is awesome, because it took her a while to come around on that whole subject.
1: <laughs> Before we go any deeper in that, let's talk about the reason why we started smoking cigars. So, for me, I, I kind of agree with Gavin McGinnis on this, that uh, a lot of the old just true masculine things are gone. Mm-hmm. And smoking cigars was one of those things. It was. Um, and I, I I feel like that, uh, you know, just smoking a cigar is just something that's manly, but also they do have a really good flavor. They do. But we, like we was talking earlier today, sit around and talk with each other and stuff, and you've got something to do with your hands so you're not, you know, twiddling your thumbs on your phone right? or, right. you know, trying to, you know, because you know, I can't sit still. I always have to be doing something, basically. Yeah. yeah. And so I can sit there and, you know, you know, kinda keep tabs on your cigar, relight it if you have to, mm-hmm. uh, work on the draw of the cigar, whatever, and uh just sit there and, and enjoy time. With there's each a other.
2: whole ritual involved in it. There's certain there's like specific tools for it. There's a certain mm-hmm. way you gotta light it, there's certain ways you have to adjust it as you're smoking. Because like you're talking about fixing the draw, the draw might go bad on you. Mm-hmm. And by draw, we're talking about you know, how well that you can pull smoke through the cigar. Mm-hmm. Sometimes it might clamp up a little bit on you and you got to fix that. It's just like, it's almost like this meditation type thing. You are completely focused on that cigar and the conversation. Right. And that cigar requires your attention. You know, if you talk too much, the cigar might go out. Then you got to do a relight, which is not bad because then you go through the ritual of that. Mm-hmm. There's nothing about cigars that are fast paced.
1: No. Nope. And uh like the these premiums we've been smoking, um, we know. When we when I smoke a Robusto, it takes me about forty minutes. Yeah. At Churchill hmm, might take me closer to an hour. But then that's just time. that you just sit there and you talk and you yes. enjoy each other's company. And of course, you know, we don't smoke in our houses, so you know, you sit outside, enjoy nature most of the time we don't have music playing nothing we just sit outside and sit and talk yeah yeah
2: and a lot of times the conversation starts about the cigar we'll sit there Mm -hmm. and we'll start lighting up we're like man this 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 thing's got a really good taste to it yeah and we'll just start talking about cigars the company that i buy cigars off of famous smoke they sent a catalog so i think it was yesterday we were sitting out smoking and we just started flipping through that catalog. We're looking at all the stuff, finding deals. All Yeah, the same, my yeah. brother's
1: like, look at this deal. Oh, look at this. Next thing I know, I've ordered seven yeah. And the thing is,
2: once he buys them, I know I get to smoke some of them.
1: <laughs> <laughs> We're trying to smoke up some of the cigars out of the humidors because we got more coming. Dude, we started. Oh, my Lord. I have, I'm going to have to build a second one.
2: <laughs> I'm going to have to do something with this. Yeah, I'm going to have to have a second one because... It becomes this hobby. And uh, let me go back a little bit, because there's going to be people like, you're smoking. Yeah, you are. You're not smoking the same as a cigarette.
1: Yes. Okay. It, there, there is a different technique to it. Yes. Now, obviously, there's still a risk of cancer and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. However, it is highly less likely than smoking cigarettes. Because... Yes. The proper way to smoke a cigar is you just, it's like like um, drinking through a straw. Yep. You just suck the smoke into your mouth. You just get the flavor of the cigar. Yep. And it's just, I don't know, you get a little bit of nicotine from it, um, depending on the cigar. I've gotten some pretty crazy nicotine buzzes before, but <clears throat> you just smoke it for the flavor. Right, It's not a smoke to get the nicotine and that sort of thing like you do from a cigarette. It's just purely for the flavor.
2: Well, and the main distinction is that you're not inhaling a cigar. Mm -hmm. Cigarettes, you inhale them. You get that. And, And trust me, I hate to say I've tried cigarettes before. And when you inhale a cigarette, you get nicotine instantly into the bloodstream, and next thing you know, you're like, ooh. You know, all of a sudden, I'm way up in the clouds looking down on everybody else. That's not the case with cigars. Cigars are smoked... Primarily for the flavor,
1: the smell, and all that. I shall now demonstrate when you try to smoke a cigarette.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: that is about the way it goes. That was I, good. We got to ring the bell, on no? it. <laughs> that was good, I liked it. I have never been able to
2: inhale. Uh, I remember reading this online somewhere. Somebody had made this same general argument. You don't see cigar smokers out like huddled in the smoking section at the airport just trying to get some smoke in. Right. You'll see cigarette smokers doing that because they they need that fix. Cigar mm-hmm. smokers don't. Cigars, for the most part, are not addictive. Charles Spurgeon even demonstrated. I remember reading about him. He demonstrated he was not addicted to them. They are, to me, a cigar... I get the same general flavor from a cigar that I do a steak. Mm -hmm. Like To me, a a good steak and a good cigar have a lot of same general taste to them. That's just what I find in them. Or it can also be comparable to a good cup of coffee, I think, is is what a cigar tastes like.
1: Like a cup of black coffee, really strong black coffee. And there again, like I say kind of a manly thing mm-hmm. you know it's 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 a flavor kind of like how um like a really harsh beer is kind of suited for a man's palate yeah. feels like um, a manly flavor yep and then really strong black coffee seems to be suited more for a man's palate it's kind of the way a cigar, uh, cigar is right in my opinion um but it's all, it, to me it's almost turned into a hobby it is a hobby now rocky patel is my absolute favorite. I had a vintage 1990 Churchill Rocky Patel. I smoked on the yeah, 4th of July, mm-hmm. and I had brought my bought my brother a uh, Cohiba to celebrate, you know, the birth, birth of his firstborn child. Cohiba is a very top of the line cigar seems to be. The the Rocky Patel was just a an absolute fantastic cigar. And so that, I have found out, is my favorite. But it's ten ninety five dollars uh, a stick for Rocky Patel, vintage 1990 Churchill. So <clears throat> these, off of uh, FamousSmoke.com, not sponsored, unfortunately. Not sponsored, we <laughs> wish. <laughs> um, they sell variety packs of Churchill's, Robusto's, about whatever size of cigar you're looking for. And uh, I do enjoy that variety pack. Like you might get a couple really dark flavored cigars, and then you get some that's really, really light flavored, and then you get them in between. And it's just uh, it, like I'm not just going to order one brand and be stuck with that one brand. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's, it is
2: nice to be able to try multiple ones, find out what flavors you like. It's it's it's,
1: it's kind of like uh like a, a gun enthusiast. Yeah, you know that just collects guns. It's like, you know, you usually don't buy two of the same gun, right? Or for me, I know you're not into this, but like for different wine,
2: like me and Miss occasionally on a date night, we like to try a different wine. I remember like we'd buy Apothic. We found mm-hmm. out we really like Apothic. Uh, I think it was Apothic Dark or whatever it was. Mm-hmm. It's just you're trying out new things. I think the key to it is moderation for your health effects, right? Don't smoke twenty eight a day, like you know President Grant did. <laughs> <laughs> you will wind up with some kind of health problems. um The Heartland Institute I was talking about the the health effects of it the Heart, The Heartland Institute published an article. They were talking about the FDA study, and what they what they found were cancer risks nearly nil for one to two cigars per day. I don't normally smoke one to two a day now, if mm. we we're like on a weekend or something like that. Yeah, yeah, could do something yeah. like that. We catch up for what we we'll m- lost up. through yeah. the week. Now also, I think for us, it's kind of a, we're in that new toy phase because we've, mm-hmm. we've tried cigars for years, mm-hmm. but it would be like, for a while, it, for me, it would be smoke one cigar, then maybe six months later, smoke another one.
1: Right, yeah, we, was, we weren't cigar enthusiasts. Yeah, now for <laughs> me, I found
2: myself in a strange situation. I got addicted to nicotine without being a regular tobacco user. Mm-hmm. I started off... It sounds so terrible. To me, it feels like it would sound more manly if you're like, yeah, I was a uh, you know, two-pack a day of Winston's <laughs> back when they were sponsoring you. Know, or Marlboro NASCAR. Reds.
1: <laughs> yeah, Marlboro Give Reds. a bag of Marlboro
2: Reds. That was not the case with me, and this is not something I publicized widely, but I remember I got hooked on nicotine products, not tobacco products. Mm-hmm. I started off with one of those stupid little vape things because I knew... What nicotine felt like, and I liked it. I'm talking a good, strong hit of nicotine, like you'd get from a cigarette or from uh, like a, a dip of snuff. I did not like the taste of snuff. <coughs> no. Chewing tobacco, on the other hand, like loose leaf, that's a different story. But snuff is disgusting. That's just me. hmm So then I got on some of this vape crap. You'd hit that, and you would instantly, because really what, I didn't want to be a tobacco user. Right. Because I didn't want to lie to my insurance and then have my insurance go up. <laughs> so my uh, what you call my Jewish tendencies, yes, completely pushed me towards the uh, synthetic <laughs> uh, industry. But so I started off with with some of that. I'd hit that, and then my lungs started to hurt because that crap is terrible for you.
1: Yes, very.
2: And then I got on these uh, this company called Zen. They make these pouches that are they're that coming like a snuff can, and I I chewed those for like. How long do you think, man? Two, three years? I'd say at least. I was on those, and it all started with me as like, yeah, I just like this. I'm just going to give it a whirl. You know, I (laughs) smoked cigars, had never, there were were very few times I actually got a nicotine buzz from cigars when I was a non-nicotine user. Like, cigars just don't deliver that much of a punch. Occasionally, you'll get one, mainly the brand punch. Oh, my (laughs) goodness. A punch cigar (laughs) will knock you
1: on your hind end. I was out in my shop. Working on bikes like I always am, I was a little aggravating because I'm still having trouble with that bobber I built trying to get the engine tuned up and that sort of thing. So I put all my tools back, shoved the bikes over out of the way, and I just sit down and I lit up a punch. and I'm just sitting there, you know, thinking about stuff to do on that bike. Next thing I know, I stand up to go in the house after I smoked the whole. What are they? Are they Robusto size?
2: I think they're close to Robusto. I think that they call them something different, but they're right about a Robusto.
1: And uh, I stand up to go in the house. I felt like I was drunk. <laughs> oh, man, I had such a nicotine rush. I went in the house, thought I was going to throw up. I spent like five minutes in the bathroom because I thought I was going to puke. Yeah. It was horrible.
2: I've had close to the same experience with a punch before. If they are they're yeah. loaded with nicotine. That yes. strong tobacco.
1: I I just bought a brick of 20 Rocky Patel... Fumas or however you pronounce it. I think it. that's how you say them. Yeah. Kind of like a second. Yeah. And they are buck eighty a piece. After you factor in taxes and shipping. Yeah. A dollar eighty a piece. You go to Sheets and you buy a punch. It's over five bucks. It is. And is. I'm like. And it will nail you. And I'm like, I'm getting freaking Rocky Patel's <laughs> for $1.80 dollar a piece. Fuy on these punch. <laughs> a punch will freaking nail you to the wall, dude. Oh my goodness, it's. They're a really dark cigar, and I mean, just loaded with nicotine. It's crazy. So they got some good
2: flavor, but it's not, it's not phenomenal. I've had no. a lot better.
1: No, I mean, so there's a local smoke shop, uh, maybe 20, 25 minutes from where we live. Yeah. Both your place and mine. Yep. They have a house blend cigar. They're right about 5 25 a piece. Yes. And they are... T- twice the cigar that punches, and you don't get all that nicotine from it.
2: You just get a really good flavor. mm mm-hmm. Really good flavor.
1: And it's a uh, Torpedo, which is, what, almost the length of a Churchill, but a bigger ring gauge? Yeah,
2: so when we're talking about these names, so when you have a, a Robusto or you have a Churchill or you have a Corona, that is the different sizes of cigars. So, like, a Robusto is what usually about about five and a quarter inches long. I believe. And then it they go off of ring gauge as far as how big around they are. So I'm not sure what ring gauge or Robusto is. They're not, the, they're not big and fat. They're just what you would think of as a typical cigar. Mm-hmm. They're not big. Now, I'm Churchill's thinking. like seven inches long, usually has a little bit bigger ring gauge. They're named after Winston Churchill. They're massive. So yeah, when I was on those nicotine pouches, I remember because I wanted to make sure that like cigars and stuff, obviously I didn't want to do anything that would hurt me as a Christian. Mm -hmm. And when you grow up hearing that, you know, tobacco is of the devil, obviously you, you have this little weird thing where you're like, I don't know. Should I do this? You know, they they always say your, your temple, your, your body is your temple and you're not to harm that. Um, and I agree with that. But then I, so then I started doing the, the medical research on it. And yes, there is a risk to it. It seems to be a fairly low risk or one that I'm comfortable with taking, especially when you do it in moderation. I think moderation is the key. And here's how I would balance that out. Is it better for me? And this is the way I've rationed it out. This is not medical advice for you you to take. But is it better for me to smoke a cigar on the weekends or is it better for me to go load up on McDonald's that weekend? Exactly. And to me, there's no comparison.
1: Like there's there's a guy, I saw a video of him on Facebook probably about a month ago. He has the Guinness World Record for the most... Big Macs eaten. He eats two Big Macs a day 7 days a week. That is that is death on your body. And you you think about that as compared to even a cigar a day. You know what I mean? Cuz you got all the add, additives and preservatives and all that stuff mm-hmm. in that in that burger. Yeah. You know.
2: And if you're smoking a good premium cigar. I'm not talking about a black and mild from the gas station. Yeah. Or or um, Swisher sweet. I'm talking about if you go and you buy a La Florida, or you buy a like an Alec Bradley, or Hoyo de Monterey, or a Punch, or Saint Louis Ray, Saint Louis Ray, <laughs> or um, um, an H Upman, or something like that. You're buying something that they take pride in building. That this isn't like your big cigar companies. These are more like this is a craft for these guys. Right. This stuff does not have a bunch of crap that's put in it like cigarettes. Mm-hmm. These things will go out on you. A cigarette will not, and they make yeah. sure of that. Yeah. They add a bunch of just flat-out crap in there. This is like a crafted product, and to me, you know, it's manufactured for the flavor. It's not manufactured for the addict. It's not manufactured for kids. And in fact, you show, I've never seen one kid, and I would challenge you to show me a kid that's 10 years old that would enjoy you know, a punch cigar. Not,
1: not that he would smoke one to be cool, that he would actually enjoy it. Yes, that he
2: would enjoy one or that he could even make it all the way through one.
1: (laughs) Yeah. It's, it's a different thing. And a big thing too, is when you think about Swisher Sweets, black and milds, whatever other brand, you know, that gas stations sell that are really cheap. They're rolled with paper. They are. Whereas, um, even a backwoods, Mm -hmm. um, they're leaf rolls. They have a leaf wrapper. Yep. So, um, like I was talking about the Rocky Patel vintage 1990 cigar I smoked, the wrapper was aged 13 years. Yes. And so the wrapper is something they also take pride in, and it's, and it, I mean, it just absolutely is healthier than smoking paper. <laughs>
2: it's very comparable to a fine wine or a fine whiskey. They, they age it, they ferment it. They try to get the best flavor out of it that they can. And it's not made to just like, oh, I'm craving some nicotine. Hand me one of those. Mm -hmm. Not that at all.
1: Because in my opinion, uh, punch aside, I have never gotten enough nicotine from a cigar to be like, oh, man, I I need to just go smoke. And plus, when you think about it, you got to sit down for like 40 minutes to smoke a cigar. A Robusto
2: size is about a 40-minute smoke. Mm-hmm. A Churchill size, dude, we smoked for probably an hour and a half on those the other day. Probably. By the time, because I remember uh, you had to leave for work at a certain time, and mm-hmm. we're like, oh, it's time for you to leave. Yeah. We could start smoking those things well before it was time for you to leave, <laughs> and I still had a bunch of cigar left. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's, more, of a, just the, it's more of an experience. You're experiencing the flavor. Um, You're experiencing the company. Because smoking a cigar by yourself is—it's still nice. It's not near as fun. Now these are things that we're talking about. I would have, com- have completely written off anybody as being a Christian if they had said to me, mm-hmm. "I smoke cigars," because somehow we looked at—at at least I did—I would look at somebody like Spurgeon, Charles Spurgeon, as like, well, he just didn't realize that they were bad for him. No, there was people still preaching against cigars back then, mm-hmm. and he just decided, no, I'm going to continue to smoke them i think a lot of it is like i said it is flat out moderation Mm -hmm. and if you don't feel clear on it then don't do it
1: that's like uh it's like food it's like food if you don't eat it in moderation Mm -hmm. you get fat like me (laughs) like me i like it dude we have just
2: (laughs) we've just told everybody why we smoke cigars
1: (laughs) i love them i I do yeah they're they're fantastic Fantastic,
2: and, and there's there's more. Like I said, the FDA study. Actually, we'll link to that FDA study in that article in the show notes in case anybody wants to follow up with that because it's easy just to hear, you well, know, Phil said this, and <laughs> that means nothing to you. So we'll link to that in the show notes uh, to make sure that you can look that study over for yourself because I want everybody to be informed, which is my kind of my policy on things. Be informed before you do something stupid.
1: Oh, absolutely! You got to study on anything before you decided to do it yes indeed and let the record show the entire 41 minutes that we have been talking I have held a baby yes
2: I (laughs) was thinking about that you've held a baby the whole time
1: (laughs) (laughs) I I know there's people that that's listening that are friends of mine have had for years they know I'm terrified of kids let the record show. <laughs> let the record freaking show. <laughs>
2: I love you all. The good Lord loves you. Yep, Ooh, let me try it. good Lord loves you. <laughs> good we'll Lord s- love you. <laughs> we'll see you next time.
0: Bet MGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Maryland. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at Bet MGM. Simply download the Bet MGM app and sign up using code OLDLINE150. Then Maryland only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days from issuance. Please play responsibly. For help, visit mdgamblinghelp.org or call 1 800 Gambler in partnership with MGM National Harbor. Promotional not available in Washington, D.C. At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place by working more efficiently, by using more sustainable practices, by developing better technologies.